look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popwich. Happy stampeding. Yep, happy stampede to you. Are you going to head out to the grounds? I know you haven't gone yet. but um, I'm going to, yes. I'm going to I'm gonna take advantage of uh, what the stampede has to offer this year, and I'm going to jam it together with this wonderful celebration that we've just gone through on Canada's 150th birthday. Yeah. And I'm going to have some fun. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. So don't tune in next week <laughs> to any radio reports that I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the recovery week, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, um, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I love the Stampede every year. <clears throat> and uh, some days or some years you get a chance to participate in more things versus others. This is my year. I've got uh, lots of opportunities, so it's yeah. good. We've got a good show this week, too. We're going to talk about um, uh, the, first ad- uh, well, the first Saturday Stampede. And we've got some interesting things uh, to do. We'll remind people of some of the, the cool things that the Stampede has to offer. Yeah, we're going to re- experience a refined cowboy culture at the Western Oasis. We're going we're gonna to learn about uh, true intergenerational business from a family of chuck wagon drivers as well. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is, that is a truly intergenerational, multi-generational uh, kind of business, and it's fun. We've got, uh, we'll talk to Mitch and talk about the bragging rights, man, that are on the line for that. And then there's something a little different. Instead of uh, Western Heritage Day this year, you're going to learn a little bit more about it, but I'm not going to give away the thunder just quite at this point. Um, Stampede. So uh, I think that uh, the Stampede, for perhaps the last couple of years, has been an important civic event for us because... The economy's kind of sucked. Well, so first of all, the economy's not sucking when you look at the aggregate numbers, Dave. It's it not. Suck. We've the had two unemployment hard years. rate has been not, not so good, but the GDP numbers in this city are not that bad. Okay, so let's take it from an aggregate perspective. Where we find it is that we deal with a lot of people who have been involved in the oil and gas sector, so it's not great. And that's where part of the concern comes in. What I love about this time of the year is this is one of the few cities around the world that has an event, let's say a week long, 10 days long, and the entire city converts. Okay, this is, this is like, you know, Carnival in Toronto, maybe, maybe. This is no, it's this better, is better, no, it's, it's, better than that. Okay. Yeah, this is this is this is Rio. Rio. This is our equivalent of a Rio or or the Mardi Gras. Yeah. You know, in, in uh, New, New Orleans, Orleans yeah. right? So, so you've got this is the entire city. Everybody wears a cowboy hat for ten days. Yeah. Right. Don't wear a tie. Wear a cowboy hat. Right. <laughs> unless like, you're from Toronto, so we cut oh, it off. We love it. We love when those Torontonians come. Out. But the, the point is, is that this is the time where we get to show our true Calgarian spirit, and everybody's a cowboy. Where the benefits come from this is how how broad Calgary reaches. I was in Jamaica mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and there were people that are saying, "Where are you from?" And we're talking locals in Jamaica. They're yeah. saying, "Where are you from?" Oh, from. Canada. We're in Canada, which is not usually what I hear when I travel yeah. outside of the Because there's country. only one place in Canada. Correct. Generally. Yeah, exactly. It's Canada. It's Canada. <laughs> so they go, we're in Canada. I said, Calgary. And they go, oh, the Calgary Stampede. And I look and I go, have you been? No, but we hear about it all the time. Yeah. That's the reach that we need. When we can get more and more cities and countries outside of our, this in Canada to actually hear about it and invite them over, the more marketing and, and strategy we have, the more influence we'll have here. Keep in mind, people who are coming here also may say, we like this city. 
We want to invest in this. We want to yeah. buy business or move here. That, that, that's, that's part of the, the package, yeah. right? Like yeah. We can't just say it has to be oil and gas. This is another diversifying opportunity within our economy here in Canada. Yeah. Let me tell you my Calgary Stampede story. So I was on, I'm going to go back several years now, probably, I don't know, eight or nine, but I was in Hawaii. And I was on the beach in Hawaii. And um, you probably won't know who this is, but Chris Toth was there. Okay. Who's Mr. Big, yeah. Sex in the City. Yep. Okay. So one thing led to another. We end up uh, chatting. And he asked me where I'm from. And I said, well, I'm from Calgary. Oh, Calgary Stampede, man. I got to tell you this time when I was at the Stampede at Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> we just howled, right? So it's, uh, I think to your point, that there is international reach with... Um, with this event. Yeah, and I think what we need to learn from that is how do we get other industries, other sectors to come into this city so we do not feel this boom and bust because the 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 feeling in downtown Calgary is not as great as it used to be. We can change that if we bring more and more other industries into here. When I hear, well, we're going to bring in the petrochemical group in, as part of a diversifier. Right. It's not a diversifier. Right. Right. It's still relying to the word petrol. <laughs> so that, there's an issue. When we can start bringing other industries, other technology, healthcare, whatever it may be, that can give us a different view from what we're seeing today, you're going to have a bigger reach. Especially one major outlying option that people have is that they can use the Stampede as a, as a marketing tactic to get an interest into our city. And then we can bring more and more companies, business, people, and ba bring back the economy that Calgary deserves. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a, it's a terrific um, it's a terrific event. Now, let's just talk uh, markets generally for a minute. Yeah. Okay. General terms. Uh, we're, we're facing we're facing a change in language from global central banks. Okay. What's your take? Yeah, so it's again, this is the the interesting thing. I think I mentioned this last week as well too as well and I I, I see a change happening from uh, the baton is being passed from central bankers <laughs> to governments. Now fiscal stimulus needs to come into come into play. But every central bank in the last 10 years has worked somewhat together. They were basically pushing interest rates lower. Now we're starting to see central banks react to these low interest rates differently. Mm -hmm. In the United States, we're seeing them raise interest rates. In other countries around the world, they're either standing pat or maybe even lowering in some cases. We are now seeing a divergence of central banks, which means passive management in your money. Buy, hold, and hope it works out doesn't work out. And that's a concern that I have. There's many, many, many investors across the country that have just bought passive investments, exchange-traded funds as an example, and just sit there. And when we have huge volatilities because of divergence, which will come, I don't know when, mm -hmm. but it'll come, mm -hmm. those people are going to get washed out. And we need that to happen. Think about the companies. I show you research report after research report data of companies that fundamentally do not uh, show the true value. Right. Right. They're, they're way overpriced, way overpriced, yet they keep on going up. And mm -hmm. that's pure volume of money coming into the market without being selective. And when you have that, when the washout happens, it's going to hurt a lot of people. And so people who are transitioning to uh, retirement need to be aware that if you do not have an active strategy on defense before you have an active strategy on yeah. offense, yeah. you're going to get hurt when the market pulls back. You know, the other thing that people are 
particularly people transitioning into retirement are thinking about is this whole issue of interest rates and bonds. And we talk about this regularly. I think it bears repeating, um, you know, with this this more hawkish tone that central banks are talking about, at least some of the major central banks would indicate interest rates are moving up. You know, the conventional wisdom says if that's happening, your bond portfolio is going to get killed, and should I be out of bonds? Yeah. And, I mean, the answer is no, you shouldn't be, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But the risk in doing that, right, particularly with what you've just said, is if we take that asset class that we call bonds and eliminate it and we add to an overweight position in stock, and stocks are, in many cases, trading at uh, at least the high end of fair valuation, right, when there's volatility in a portfolio. It can be absolutely uh, frightening for investors watching the, the, the ups and downs. Now, we haven't had a lot of volatility this year. Very low. Okay, go back to bonds for a second. So how do you take advantage of this divergence in many cases that you're talking about from central bank policy, right? Um, if we have a rising interest rate environment <clears throat> in North America led by the United States, then how do I protect my bond portfolio? Go global. Right? We can position a portfolio outside of just North American bonds, that particularly good quality government bonds, that may be affected negatively, mm-hmm. okay, bond prices affected negatively, when we get a rising interest rate environment here. We can go to places like Australia. We can go to South Korea. Right? We can go to emerging market Asia, where you've got improving uh, conditions and bond prices reacting and interest rates reacting very differently. And I think this is really important. Um, you know, we talk often about about diversifying away from just oil and gas if you live in this city, because everything you have in this city is in one way, shape, or form affected by oil and gas. Well, take that same logic and think about it from the bond market. If we don't like the bond market in Canada because of a rising interest rate environment, we can go elsewhere. Correct. So bonds... But do not eliminate bonds. <clears throat> no, That's, do not. So I, my, my caution to my clients are this, is, is this. Let, let's not get out of bonds completely because just because it may have a dragging performance in your portfolio for the time being. What I give the analogy is if people want to take bonds completely out of the portfolio, it's like telling a car manufacturer, take the airbags out of my port out of my car and use that money towards putting more horsepower yeah, in my vehicle. Put a supercharger in it. That that that's you know if something goes wrong, you may not get a car crash. Mm-hmm. But if it does, you have nothing to protect you. That's right. That's right. And the other thing about, uh, uh, let's just talk diversification for a minute. What people fail to miss or fail to interpret in the word diversification is that you need stuff that's going down when other things are going up. That's right? hard for people to understand. Isn't it? Right? How often do we have that conversation? Well, this thing is not is either flat or it's going down in my portfolio. Yeah, I want everything to go up. Right. The problem, well, it's fun on the way up, so that's not a problem. But the problem, if everything goes in the same direction... It also goes in the same direction on the way down. Correct. And so remember what diversification should do when you're, when you're constructing a portfolio. Is it, should, it should allow you to cut off the tops and the tails, right? You don't want those extremes, either the ups. Well, listen, we love the extremes on the upside. But you don't get the extremes on the upside unless you're prepared to suffer the extremes on the downside. Correct. So if you cut the tops and tails off and you can compress the cycle, right? So we know that we do have some volatility, ups and downs to this. What we can't afford, particularly when we go into retirement, is to have a cycle that has a 10-year downturn. You can't recover from that. Yeah. You don't have the time anymore to recover from that. So let's talk about that because we're going to address that particular issue in our upcoming seminar. Yeah, that's on Tuesday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seat, so give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Okay, so don't miss our next segment. 
because in it we're going to learn a little bit about where to find the refined cowboy <laughs> culture at the Stampede. Faisal, you're not invited. Oh. Here, News Talk 770 and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.